0: Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers, Queers
1: and in cults!
0: Oh my, God.
1: my name is Emerson, my pronouns are he, they. My name is Tony,
0: my pronouns are he, him. My name is Aiden, and my pronouns are they, them. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, Patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? like, went to Olive Garden, and it was me, my mom, my sister, my brother. and You I- came out of Olive Garden? That's the fucking gayest thing I've ever <laughs> heard.
2: I know! I
0: oh, don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Welcome to It's Our Turn, Queers and Cults. My name is Aiden. My pronouns are they, them. My lovely guest today.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm so glad to be back. I'm Annalise. She, they pronouns. I missed it in here. I
0: know. It's so, You've only been here for like half a show. I know. So it's, and now it's, I'm here for the whole, the thing, the whole thing, baby. The fucking thing. The We're whole stuck with you for caboodle. two hours. Whoop! Love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm so... God, I I don't do this for one week and I forget how to do everything. <laughs> I like didn't put my headphones on before I started. I had the music turned up halfway through the readings. It's like I don't know what I'm doing. Did I have a mean?
1: holiday brain too. I'm oh, like I feel yeah. like I killed all my brain cells with a bunch of like eggnog and cookies, and here I am now.
0: And just it's so lost. the whole. I don't know if you've seen this like online where people are like. The week between Christmas and New Year's doesn't exist. It, it does it's not real. Like no. it just never happened. Yeah. And that's how I feel, except I've been really busy this week and fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like I usually I like the week between Christmas and New Year's to not exist. Like no plans. I don't exist. No one no one knows me. They can't find me. You know, I've I've gone into my little hovel in the side of the mountain and I'll come back. After the beginning of the year, and we'll find out if we have six more weeks of winter. You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been like the opposite of you because, like, I don't. I'm not a super holiday person. I am. I am a New Year's person. Tonight is mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. four year anniversary with oh, my honey. Congratulations! Thank you. Wish we had a
0: um a sound board. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> clap, applause, uh,
1: yeah. applause here. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, we're not. We're not super we're not Christmas people. We recently have started reading about um the Satanic Temple, actually. So Ooh. we might become soul invictus people. If you haven't done any reading, please do. Very different from Church of, of yeah. Satan, which is oh, not so satanic, satanic Satanic Temple. It's is, more it's more I find it very interesting since we talk about religion here. I find the Satanic Temple's approach very interesting because it's similar to Similar to Buddhism in the sense of mm-hmm, like it's not a religion, mm-hmm. it's a, a moral pathway. Mm-hmm. And Satanic Temple does a lot of that as well as having um, a lot of social presence. Basically, they're trying to declare that Satanism or any non-Judeo-Christian religion deserves just as much religious oh, freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And and they've made really great social points. So so do some research if that's not a triggering topic for you. It's it's quite fascinating.
0: The Satanic Temple, they're the ones that um, that that when the uh, abortion. Like the laws against abortion, they mm-hmm. were the ones saying, "Hey, become a Satanist. It's it's protected under religious. Yes, they're actively yeah.
1: advocating mm-hmm. that that is a choice for a, a female body person, yeah. anyone with with ovaries and uterus. That that is their religious right.
0: Yeah, and they were going as far as to like they were they were letting people know that like you know, you can claim religious freedom mm-hmm. if you're a Satanist and still have the abortion, which they've mm-hmm. passed more laws now. So it's more, <laughs> so awful, it's harder. But yeah. they're, <laughs> they're the, the ones that were doing that. They're the
1: ones doing that. They're the ones pushing for um, an after school club. I can't remember where it is, but somewhere in Southern California where they have um, evangelistic after school clubs where they take kids off site and teach them basically like evangelistic techniques. Um, they're like, okay, if you, if you can do that, Satanic temple would like to have an after school yeah. club where we talk about uh, consideration. We talk about empathy. We talk about social justice. We talk about equality. It's it's very fascinating. Mm. It's very uh, fascinating. They're
0: they're basic. They're basically their version of the Ten Commandments, quote unquote. Whatever. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's like don't so go into good. someone's house if you're not invited. Mm-hmm. Don't stay too long. <laughs> well, they're not
1: vampires. not Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> the, well, it's yeah. It's really funny how they're like uh, like my friend has this has those um
1: the tenants yeah in yeah. in
0: his house seven and, tenants of and, or I don't know satanic has, temple I don't remember but. Or he was the one that showed them to me. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, these are better than the Ten Commandments. Well,
1: because it's more of a, a social and moral belief system yeah. than it is a religion. Because they don't even recognize the fact that... what's The huge difference between Satanism and the work that the Satanic Temple does is they don't see Satan, Lucifer, Beelzebub, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. him, as a real deity, any kind of person. No. They believe in the literary concept of satan so they they have a whole list of reading on their website as far as like how they view the role of of lucifer satan Mm -hmm. um i almost said bastet that's the cat Mm -hmm. baphomet the goat
0: (laughs) (laughs) hi i'm a cat lady
1: um (laughs) yes but it's 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 very fascinating because it's more um advocation for social change religious equality uh just good, be good, a mir- good human. yeah, be a good yes. human. Don't be an like, asshole. don't assault people, yeah, don't exactly. violate Consent. someone's body mm-hmm. or mind or right without giving them full knowledge. And I'm like, man, if I would have heard that grown up Catholic, oh, we, oh, we.
0: And so, we got like, honor your father and mother, but don't ask questions and, yeah, and don't use the Lord's name in vain, which is just an all over thing for don't say anything we don't want you to say, yeah, and like,
1: oh, oh, all I... of these
0: like open ended. Just do and mm-hmm. don't talk about it. You, you
1: know? wanna know something crazy? My rebellious teenage phase, I was so I was so outspoken. I was like, nope, this, not gonna do this. Like I, I remember saying at like fourteen, I was like, respect is a two-way street. Yes. And I will respect my father and mother if they respect me back. So I got to be lucky to um, sit down for a consultation for my own. Exorcism.
0: Ooh. Yes.
1: I was like, wow. I like, love this. This is well, best first meaning First of ever. all, I'm going to need
0: some sconces. And <laughs> Can I, <would> like- <laughs> I
1: float? Is levitation allowed? <laughs> Who's going to get
0: the? Is there blood? There's not blood needed. We don't need. That. I'm going to need to warm up
1: before I spin my head all the way around. Yeah, exactly. Is that okay? So I got some stretches. Your mother's okay. I need a list of words
0: that are allowed and ones that aren't. Because if, <laughs> when the demon's coming out, I mean, I've got to know what I can say, you yeah, know? Yeah, we're,
1: we're not going to filter. Let's yeah. 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 But that was my, um, and that's such a, it was such a fascinating manipulation technique because I wasn't put through the very traumatic experience. It was like the fear, the scare. Yeah, it was just kind of like, so here's what it'll mean. Here's what's going on with you. Here's what it is. And I'm like,
0: here's how you feel. Okay. Here's what'll happen to your yeah. body. Yeah.
1: In my opinion, I'm having thoughts, independent thoughts that differ down scared yeah. of that. Yeah. It yep. was super, yep. super effective form yep. of manipulation. Absolutely.
0: Like
1: props, honestly. The,
0: the thing is is that like like toxic religious organizations are fucking great at controlling people. Yeah. Positively and negatively. So yeah. a lot of their like they know They know motivation techniques. They know um, how to get people energized, excited. They know about community. They know a lot of really positive things. And then they use them inappropriately. You know? Yeah. And you know,
1: speaking of that, jumping off of that, speaking of using motivation positively... What are your New Year's resolutions? Oh,
0: yes. Look at you being on top of things. Me and Tony <laughs> would talk about whatever we want to talk about for an hour and a half and then be like, what was their
1: topic? No, no, no. <laughs> we're we're already off on a tangent, but it is almost the new year.
0: Yes. So here's my thing. I don't I've never liked New Year's resolutions. Oh. I've never enjoyed New Year's resolutions because my experience, I'm I have issues with perfectionism.
1: No. I'm you? N- <laughs> yeah, me? What?
0: What? Yeah, exactly. What
1: at someone with trauma? <laughs> Perfectionism <laughs> In
0: drama. I would <laughs> never. <laughs> um yeah, it's part like I'm OC I have OCD, so perfectionism is a symptom of OCD, as well as being raised in a toxic religious environment where you had to be perfect, and you were supposed to be perfect, and that's what you were striving for. So I was just like, fucked from both ends, and not in the good way. Oh! And well. <laughs> 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 exactly. And so New Year's resolutions to me were always like, I'm going to, you know, lose 100 pounds. I'm going to only drink water. I'm going to, and usually centered on my body, you know, mm. and really, really, really um, unnecessary, unrealistic, and dysmorphic mm-hmm. body things. So, when I say those things, I'm not saying those should be resolutions, I'm saying those were my unrealistic um, expectations of myself. Does that make I sense? Mean, well, yeah, yeah, and that's cool. very
1: common because you know, you look at like the the exercise industry especially oh, yeah. they they know people are cashing yep. in on their insecurities at mm-hmm. the new year that's why you'll always see like discounted membership or yep. like get a peloton mm-hmm. for 250 dollars off like da, da, da. like they know oh, and yeah, they know absolutely. like more than half of the people
0: will not even show up one day
1: not even going to use it they're mm-hmm. going to be like well i did it and i'll go and that they cash in either oh, way absolutely. and then canceling those memberships oh forget yeah, it yeah so you hard could,
0: you can basically think about getting a membership at a gym and it'll happen but then <laughs> if you want to cancel you have to talk to the the CEO of the CEO of the person who you know yeah
1: answer the troll bridge and yeah, like exactly. sacrifice your firstborn <laughs> it's yeah. so hard bring
0: 10 gold coins and mm. yeah exactly <laughs> uh-huh yep it's it yeah and so i always ended up setting these really huge unrealistic Um, goals for myself that I never once even tried, you know, like I never once did them ever because they were Mm. unnecessary and they were unrealistic. And so then I always ended up feeling like a failure all year and uh, thinking constantly because then I would obsess about it, you know, OCD. I would obsess about all of the things that I didn't do and I would keep beating myself up for not having tried to, well, you know, I lost January, but what about February? And then that would just go on for the whole year. Then mm. December would roll around. I'd feel like shit, and then I would I would not only s- do it again, but I would, like, do them even more. well Double like down. I did, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that... And then there was always, like, in my church, New Year's was this big weird thing that was like, there was so much importance put on New Year's, and we would do things... I don't know if you ever did this, but when I was younger... We'd have New Year's church services mm-hmm. from like seven p.m. all the way through midnight, and we would pray in the New Year. So like at eleven Oof. forty-five or something, we would all go to the altar and we would pray until it was after twelve. And um, no <laughs> balloons. Did no. They, they... It was always Bo. just, yeah, we were always praying in the new year, making sure that we were, like, doing, like, it wasn't a celebration. It was a church service, a really fucking long church service, like a four- to five-hour church service.
1: No champagne and popcorn?
0: Oh, God, no. No, just, just, well, no, no drinking at all. And, uh, and so then there was that, and then, like, later on, the bad pastors, they, would, they were really big into, like, um, they were really big into like setting goals and setting things. And so there was always like making lists of what you want to accomplish for yourself, but then also for your ministry and all the things you want to do. And they were a lot about throughout the year, committing to money and paying, paying, paying it off throughout the year and committing Do we'd have a, a prayer thing. There was like a, I think it happened over New Year's. I could be wrong. But once a year we had this like, like one week, long 24 hour a day prayer thing where we had a sign up sheet and people would sign up for hours of the day and the goal was to have someone praying 24 hours a day for seven days in a row and uh and i i I could be wrong but i thought that happened over new years but it may not have i can't really remember i think it did happen i don't know but it was shit like that yeah really unrealistic toxic unfortunate behavior that just no good associations with New Year's. At yeah, all. so you
1: you were kind of set up to fail. Like, no wonder yes. you've got the the un, like you said, fucked from both sides. Yeah,
0: not exactly. in the fun way. Yeah, like, exactly. It, you
1: have so many negative associations. Yep. So, what now that you you clearly recognize, you know, those associations are there. The standards you've set. Do you have strategies for like if you if you do want to do a resolution? Like everybody gets to the New Year point and is like, okay, there's something about my life that I I could see being better. And sure, I think that sure. sets us up to be like, I'm going to lose 100 pounds or I'm only going to eat celery and like yeah, no more totally. sugar and like all of these things. Only
0: breathing in twice a day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to notice my carbon footprint and yeah. limit my oxygen supply. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Me too, babe. I'm going to um, plant a
0: tree in my front yard. I don't own the property, but that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: But how, so knowing that, are you completely like... Anti-resolutions, or do you have a new strategy for yourself, where like this is how I can phrase it so that I will succeed and I Mm -hmm. will even I I will accomplish my goals. I will start to accomplish my goals, or is it all just too like, oh my god, this is overwhelming. Where do you stand?
0: So it's a journey. So like to answer that question is kind of like like a a a journey. And since we have two hours to fill up, I'll tell you all about it. Walk (laughs) me through it. So I had to like in the beginning, I had to be like. Fuck New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. period. I'm never, never setting them, you know? And then I would, and that was like undoing a lot of things because I'd be like, oh, well, it's coming up to January. Maybe I should maybe just think about setting one. Maybe I should, you know, and it was that whole like undoing that. Then it was like, fuck New Year's resolutions. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to set expectations for myself at all, period. Then it was deconstructing the idea that I could only start something new on January 1st because then it kind of went to the other side where I was like, oh, well, because with the unrealistic expectations, there was also the, well, I'll just do that in January because it's New Year's anyway. So by the time October came around, anything I wanted to do with my life got put off till January because OCD, ADHD, trauma. Like, I think I should be doing everything. I feel capable of doing nothing, you know? And and um, <clears throat> so it was always putting things off. And so I then after the, like... Fuck New Year's resolutions. Then it was the deconstructing the idea of that, like, January 1st meant anything except a new calendar year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything. Like, mm-hmm. you can you can decide to be healthier in January. You can also decide to be healthier in March. Bare There's, minimum,
1: it means I'm going to write the wrong date on my checks for at least a month. Exactly. Yeah.
0: For, <laughs> precisely. That's, p- <laughs> that's
1: pretty much the only lifestyle change it, it is
0: that, consistent with. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, and so... There was that, like having to deconstruct the idea, realizing it doesn't really actually hold any weight, which was just, which is a a whole other topic about like deconstructing the like the the magic slash like mysticism of the of the of the Christian thing, like where everything holds all this weight, everything holds all these like meanings and everything, and then they just don't. It was all it was all made up. You know what I'm saying? Including the calendar year, like it, is, it wow. was all made up so okay. i i'm you know would put more weight in the changing of the seasons than i would the changing of the calendar year so then i had to go deconstruct that and then it started with the journey of like okay <clears throat> well what are new times for me and what are like like as humans we enjoy like we enjoy uh structure a lot of people enjoy structure Mm -hmm. they enjoy we really i've realized that i really enjoy looking forward to things Mm -hmm. i enjoy like setting goals and having purpose it that all feels good so yeah i think that's
1: an introvert thing too is it's like i I tell people Mm -hmm. i'm like i need three days advance notice if you're coming over to my house yep you know what i mean because i have to i have to prepare my energy yep i have to prepare my space Mm -hmm. and i have to schedule nothing
2: yeah to precisely. make sure
1: that i'm there and so yeah that kind of structure but then see my partner totally the opposite he like he's also very introverted but he also deals with attention deficit so like spontaneity spice of life for him i am the opposite i am i am meticulous and structured and organized which like well it makes us a really great team it mm-hmm. also we we butt heads a lot totally. as far as like the adventurousness so new years is also a very fascinating time for that cuz like i want to be more like him he wants to be more like me but yeah, we all strive for that perfect blend of structure and spontaneity.
0: Yes, exactly. And and I it's so funny because for me, I don't feel like I'm one extreme or the other. It honestly just depends on the mood. I'm more like I yeah. need to structure and plan out every single th- aspect of my life unless I want to do something right now, then I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know, like it's that kind yeah. of thing. And maybe that's like I don't I I don't have a partner, so there's no like I can do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. I don't have to oh, because yeah. I'm a human. Yeah, I mean, because I and I have I don't have anybody else to plan my day around. Impulse control. Who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it could be something like that, but but um yeah, it's it's uh, I, I didn't, it kind of more was just like a motivation to learn how I deal with like time frames and goals and setting goals and things. So then now that I'm like kind of in a place in my life where I don't like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I can use this unrealistic unreal societal expectation as a time frame to set a goal that I want to set. I can do that. Cool. Let me, you know, like, Oh, I can use this time as a time to reflect. Um, I can use this as a time. So now I kind of, I have no ritual with it. I have no, that's not a thing. I don't like, this is gonna be the first year in years that I've stayed up till midnight on New Year's. I don't care. It's (laughs) just another day, you know? But I do, since it is a structure that we live in and everything in our lives is centered around the dates on the calendar, I do kind of go, you know what I would like to do next year? Mm. You know what I would enjoy? Um, I use it as a good, it's also, since everybody else recognizes it as, a starting point. I often use it to set boundaries with other people, not myself.
1: Oh, that's an interesting strategy.
0: You know, you tell somebody in April that you're not going to do anything. I had nothing. Because that's kind of the thing for for next year. It's like I'm taking on no new projects. I've got stuff I want to do. I've got things that I want to make happen in my life. And I've got goals that I have wanted to achieve for a long time. So no to everything except what I want to do.
1: So not no new projects, but no additional projects yes, beyond no. yeah. what you want to create for yourself.
0: I'm not going to participate in anything that someone else wants me to do. Yeah. <laughs> so let me put it that way. Yeah, if I want to do it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, I've been wanting to write. There's some, some, some. Um, some like film projects I've been wanting to work. There's skits things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. There's other things like this that I've wanted to get done for years. And I keep putting them off because so-and-so wants me to do this. So-and-so is putting on a show and they want me to do it. So-and-so want, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm none of that. I don't blame them. You know, I, it's, 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 it's about it's your me. ability
1: to say yes and no. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I've got to set use some new boundaries so I often use it as a time to set boundaries with other people because they recognize that January oh yeah totally that makes sense it's a new year new you and I'm like yeah what the fuck ever I just (laughs) this just makes it easier for me to tell you no
1: same me I'm just setting up like how I want me to be
0: yeah I I told you this back in September but you didn't hear it because it was (laughs) September yeah and now it's January and that everything's changed so yeah so same thing just
1: but that's a really fascinating goal because that's I would like to commend you for that goal because you are recognizing your the the autonomy of your desires in your own life and I know you mm-hmm. you are you are an incredibly talented incredibly gifted person who is very very giving at your core and I see from this this goal for yourself that you are recognizing like my cup runneth low <laughs> yeah. if not totally empty. Exactly. And like, I got shit I wanna do. Yeah. So good for you for being like, you're you're not only testing like the like, no, I'm not gonna do this, like, no, go away. It's the the discipline within yourself to be like, I'm gonna stand up for what I wanna do with my mm-hmm. creativity because I don't I don't owe this to other people. This is mm-hmm. my and that as a as any kind of creative, that is so hard to do, it's especially very because when a new interesting project comes in you're like "Ooh, shiny and you want to like get all involved in it and you forget like the 10 ideas that you had in the shower this morning one of one of which could have been your you know opus yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. exactly so Mm -hmm.
0: good for you because
1: that is holy shit like good for you for recognizing what you need for your creativity is a spiritual Oh. part of you it's spiritual it's, a it's healing emotional part. It's, it is yeah it's, you got to use art to heal mm-hmm. and you are saying like I'm gonna heal me yeah my my part not mm-hmm. I'm not gonna help heal other people's things or help them extend and share and I'm sure there's part of you that's like, well, you know projects that you do want to do of course they involve other people yeah art yeah, yeah, is yeah. very seldom singular but you're not saying it in a mean way that's like no no fuck you go away you're saying like hey, I'm doing this for me. Please respect it.
0: And it's the, I want things from this point to be inward out, not outward in. So oh, well said. I want to do projects that I'm asking you to help me, not you're asking me to help you.
1: Yes. Yeah. So yes. that's
0: that's the, the, the perspective. And contrary to popular belief, people think that these kind of boundaries are always saying no to things you don't enjoy doing or don't want to do. And that's honestly. Not often the case. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you're setting boundaries, you're saying no to things you do enjoy doing. Yeah. And like you're, you're saying no to this thing you do enjoy doing to help support the thing you want to do more than that. It's more just about prioritizing or. or um,
1: balancing the scales. Balancing the,
0: yeah, like yeah. I really want to do this, and I kind of want to do that. But you asked me, and I have a hard time saying no, so I'm going to do the thing I kind of want to do. Then what ends up happening is you end up being resentful to the things that you kind of mm-hmm. want to do and because you're not doing the thing you really want to do and so and then you
1: get mad at yourself because i'm like oh yep, so i'm yep, still shaking yep. off being a people pleaser
0: and you're like why am i so upset why am <laughs> i suffering so like why am i suffering mentally for this thing i really enjoy doing and that's why yeah. is is you know you're, you're 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 it's that whole outward in inward out thing
1: good you for, i mean you're so you're so aware of what's going on so good for you i wish you Thanks. all the luck yeah. doing that because <laughs> yeah. that sounds like you know it, it is a simple idea in a way of like i'm just gonna do the things i want to do but in practice That can be tough. So good for you. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And I wish you you. all the luck. I'm here to support unless you want me to go away. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I say
0: the whole New Year's thing where it's like I'm it's difficult for me to set boundaries. It's difficult for me to say no. Very difficult to the point that like if someone walked in here right now, if this was may and someone walked in the door right now and said, hey, I've got this project, I want you to do it. Will you MC it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Will you work on it tomorrow? Will you get into drag tomorrow? Whatever the thing may be and do it tomorrow, I would say yes, because I couldn't think of, like, oh, I don't, I don't have a reason to say no because trauma, we often don't consider ourselves a good enough reason for anything. And so we forget that you are a good enough reason, period. You don't actually, also, you don't have to explain anything to anyone. Um, so that's why I talk about the new year's thing, because this is, I can like that same person can walk in on December 31st and say, Hey, I need you to do this thing next week. And I say, Hey, it's new year's. I'm, I'm, I'm saying no to everything. Oh, good for you. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole, it changes that Mm -hmm. same person. Just, we understand that concept as a society that January 1st means. New boundaries, new resolutions, new goals, mm-hmm. anything. You know, I could say, Hey, can't do that. I don't have time. I'm working out every day of the week. I don't, I'm not working every day, but <laughs> they would believe that. But there's a new, yeah, there's
1: yeah. a new respect about it of like, Oh, hey, you want to go for coffee? Actually, I'm quitting caffeine for the near you. Oh, okay. So, no, like, good let's, for you, good for you. let's yeah. get sparkling yeah. water. Like, be, and people will recognize that. Yep. That structure and mm-hmm. be like, Oh, okay. I, I see that in you. And if, you know, they're, they're good people good solid supportive people they'll really be like i will help adapt so yeah. we can still spend time together we can still do what we want to do and ideally with saying no to new projects it's like oh okay why are you doing that well i have projects i want to work on what do you want to work on?" and then boom you You've heard
0: already... this i had no idea you did that yeah. i had exactly. no idea you drew a road or, or saying or traveled or whatever it is that you want to do you know
1: yeah <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: yeah and that's also good just on a side note it's a really good way to find out the people in your life that actually respect you. Yeah. Because tell even if you don't have a New Year's resolution, tell them you do. See how they react. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking alcohol next year. I'm not drinking coffee next year. Yeah. I'm not eating sugar for two months. If they're like, Oh, good for you. I'll, I'll. You know what? I won't ask you out for coffee anymore. We'll go for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Or if they're like, uh You're giving up coffee? That's stupid. That person doesn't belong in your life. <laughs> they yeah. don't actually respect you like they say they do. <laughs> my
1: my partner says something wonderful. He's like, When you set boundaries with people they often self-eliminate yep and i love that because when you set boundaries with people that respect you they respect those boundaries and learn how to have a relationship with you within them Mm -hmm. when they do what you just said which is they they mock your boundaries or they push them or they they anything about their behavior or their verbalization shows that they don't respect them they self-eliminate yep and you have a role in that too of being like hey so i saw that and bangy Yep. You may. We're not doing this. Yeah, it's
0: funny how you only hit me up when you want X, Y, and Z. Yeah, when you you want something. When you want something, even if it's just my time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Even if it's just that, like, you want to go get a drink, you want to go get coffee, and you need someone to dump all your problems on, and those happen to be the only times that you invite me out. Mm, Interesting, weird. Yeah. And you know what? I said I don't drink coffee anymore, and I haven't heard from you for three months. Yeah. Mm. There we go. Like, pay attention to those things. Mm -hmm. Like, really, Like, remember those things. I have a friend. We've been friends for, like, five-plus years. I cannot tell you how often I've come to them with a new thing. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm never doing this. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. this. I'm going to do this tomorrow. Like the whole, ev- you know, I'm a very, I, I live in extremes. It's either all or nothing kind of <laughs> you thing. You do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you do. it's it's all or nothing. And the amount of times I've sat in their house and expre- explained some elaborate scheme that I'm going to do. And I never do it. Most of the time I don't ever do it. Mm-hmm. They've never once been like, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, like, I'll Aww. believe it when I see it. You know, they're always like, yeah, sure, good. You know, yes. I mean, we're, we're friends, so we joke. So there's, you know, there's that joke, you know, there's yeah. that jokey part of it. If I make a joke about it, you know, or whatever.
1: But that's the thing is, like, good friends call you out on your crap. Oh, absolutely. That's what good friendship but, is.
0: But they've never once been like, you are know, like, oh, that's never going to happen. They're they just, just They're supportive. always like, sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then when it doesn't happen, they don't make fun of me. Aww. You know, and it's like, do pay attention to those things. Those yeah. are the kind of people that you want in your life. Like, and I'm not, and, 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 it's hard to often tell the difference between that and somebody who just, um, like, uh, facilitates you, mm-hmm. you Timing. know, un- unhealthily. So maybe not facilitates, isn't the right patronizes. Oh, you know? I see. Yeah. Like I want to do this thing and I want to, you know, like I want this, this is what I want to do with my life and you know like if i if i said tomorrow i'm going to quit my job and i'm going to move o- i'm going to move up to this place because this is you know this is my dream i've always wanted to be i a, i a, 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 oh, yes. i've always wanted to sweep up rocks in in beautiful yeah. parks so you there know, are two whatever. kinds of
1: friends there's someone yeah. who's like yes go do it even though it'll destroy your life like that mm-hmm. would be fun to watch you go mess up and then there are the kinds of friends that are like, hey, maybe you should go a little slower yeah. and, like, think think this through. Like,
2: yeah. there are two yep. kinds yep. of friends
1: there. And mm-hmm. while while both can be beneficial, the one that's like, yes, go do it, like, go go for it. That friend is probably not looking out for you in the yeah. end, not yeah. for you and your long-term goals, whether you've expressed them or not. Like, when you're friends with someone for a while, you can start to see, like... The, the repeated patterns of choices. So like when you say you, you choose things in extremes, I'm sure when you when you go to that friend and you have those like, I want to do this and this, I'm sure there are repeated elements that come back because there are yeah. things that you don't let go of. Mm-hmm. So then if you were to say, I'm going to move to Panama and go dig rocks forever, they'd be like, well, what about this part of you that wants to go right and yep. create? Like mm-hmm. you're not going to reach these long-term goals if you're digging rocks, like things like that.
0: Yeah, uh, Honestly, that's, An incredible point because this friend that I was talking about, um, they, they, um, they're, you know, I've wanted, you know, I've wanted to do a lot of things, you know, I, whatever. But there's one, but I, one of the things I wanted to get into a long time was digital art, and Mm. I just didn't have the money to invest in on an iPad, which is what I, what I, the was the most accessible and also the program I wanted to use. And so I waited and I looked and I talked about it and for, for years. And I finally like had a little bit of extra money. I bought one used off of Craigslist. It works great. Um, but I was like, I don't know if I should get it. I don't remember what I, I think I was talking to my friend and saying that I was feeling bad about spending. I don't remember. And they were like, they were like, you know, honestly, over the last couple of years, like you've ha- you've talked about a lot of things that you want to do and then it, comes and goes a lot of things come and go and they you know you try it you do it for a couple months and then you don't do and they weren't saying it disrespectfully they were just observing Mm -hmm. they're like this is the one thing you've talked about consistently for years exactly so i think you should do it you know i think you should spend the money
1: oh that's beautiful and
0: i was like oh my like that was amazing that he listened He, he didn't say it in a way that made me feel bad he was just like No, this, you've talked about this consistently for years Mm -hmm. in the midst of talking about everything else that you've wanted to do. And then it kind of fizzled, you know, um, this is something you've always wanted to do. And
1: that's a good friend. Yeah, exactly. That's a good friend. And you know what? That actually brings me to another thought. You talked about the expense of starting a new hobby. When it comes to New Year's resolutions, there is a certain, um, stress factor that I've noticed from people. It's like, I want to start a new hobby. This means a new investment. So whether it's going to the gym or starting digital art or cutting out coffee or something, that is a new investment of not only your time, but often your money. Because a lot yes. of those things, like coffee, for example, like one of my New Year's resolutions is,
2: oh, deep breath, mm-hmm.
1: I'm quitting smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes, which I can't tell you it like I... Uh, My chemical dependence now feels like an organ and that just hurt whatever organ that was to say it. (laughs) I'm just like, my brain is like, no, no." my stimulant. (laughs) But like, I'm quitting smoking. It will be the umpteenth jillionth time I've tried to Mm -hmm. quit tobacco. Mm -hmm. I know now what makes me succeed and what makes me fail.
0: For sure.
1: I know. I can't quit cold turkey because i'll have a bad day it's a it's a big anxiety habit for me i need to like go get away have a smoke it's like a set period of time i go away i be alone and i like perk myself up Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of what it's become to me in my billionth times of quitting i've learned that's not successful the reason i'm addicted to this thing is not only a chemical dependency but it's also a habitual dependency i like getting away i like being forced to go breathe for a minute like Mm -hmm. go stand outside and be alone so now i'm like building a new a new way to structure and invest my time that i can still do that um when my partner quit smoking like ages ago he was working as a server and anyone who's ever worked in food service almost everyone picks up you know some some sort of stimulant Mm -hmm. we'll just put it that way but a lot of them pick up cigarettes Mm -hmm. and he's he realized you know he was smoking, and he would get winded going up a flight of stairs. He's like, "I don't like this." So he'd go on break as a server, and he had one of those little sparkler sticks, and he would just sit outside and just watch it burn out. Wow! And I was like, "That's such a, a brilliant strategy. Like, that's a perfect a way to." T-
0: it's a time frame. Mm-hmm. It's a, 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 a you've you've still done the same thing. You've walked outside. You've got a you know a breath of fresh air. Like yeah. all of the things except that. Except, Except the, the
1: actual, like, smoking part of it. So I'm like, okay, I need something like that. I found, um, I have Native American heritage. Mm-hmm. And, which also feeds a lot into the, the tobacco addiction. Unfortunately, it runs very heavily in the native blood in my family. It's oh, like okay. Because tobacco is often part of a lot of ritualistic herb blends. Yes. Yes, so mm-hmm. t- tobacco, sage, a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of sacred flowers. So there is a particular blend that's known as kinnicknick that basically contains a blend of different flowers that help stimulate and recover from nicotine addiction Oh, that's yeah cool. particularly the flower lobelia
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, often stimulates the same neuroreceptors as nicotine without being addictive but can help with a lot of the withdrawal symptoms like headaches and irritability and yeah. things so like i got myself a little conicnic blend and one that had mint in it because oh, I, that's cool when we could buy menthols i loved me my menthols so like <laughs> i've got that where it's like okay i want to smoke i want to go have my breath i've got this thing that's not bad for me ideally my goal is to like be off of inhalants completely. But uh-huh. so like I've got that to set up for success. Yes. I've got nicotine patches. I've, I've like become aware. I'm like, maybe I'll go outside and just read a chapter of a book. And as I've looked into this, I'm like, this is kind of intimidating because this is like not only a huge new investment of my habits to recognize that, but like this, this business costs money. Mm-hmm. And now and so does smoking, though. I'm yes. like realizing I'm like a dude smoking is expensive.
0: So expensive. Yeah,
1: it's like 10 bucks a pack or something. It's like oh crazy. God. And then I'm I'm yeah. sitting here, I'm intimidated. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm trying to better myself and I'm already feeling overwhelmed and frustrated by the the cost of it." My partner wants to get into leather working this year, mm. and he's like looking at all the tools. He's like, "Oh my god, this is so expensive." So like, I think that's another thing that keeps people that either keeps people from goals or like I was saying before when it comes to like the fitness uh, industry where they're like, oh, gym membership, it's on sale, blah, blah, blah. Money factors heavily into New Year's resolutions. That was a very yes. roundabout way for me no, to get to absol- that point. <laughs>
0: no, it was a very good, um, exp- like a a really good, realistic, understandable, or relatable, that's what I was trying to say, relatable um, explanation of that, of that fact. Oh, th-
1: well, mm-hmm. thank you for validating yeah, my rambling. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. that. That's to say, I think that's something that keeps people either from doing them or it keeps them in like I'm someone when I spend money on something I I have to care about it if I'm gonna yep. spend the time to to worry about it, I'm sure you went through this when you purchased an iPad is you're like I bought this now I gotta do I it I have to do it I have
0: to use it yep. yeah mm-hmm. which
1: can be good and bad because it's not always great to be motivated by fear but especially when we're recovering from trauma it <laughs> it yep. works it works so. yeah yeah and it- yeah like when I'm quitting smoking there's the same um do you ever watch Bollywood films
0: Mm, I'm not on it to be perfectly honest. I'm not good at watching movies in general, honestly. That's
1: fair. Well, there <laughs> is something that I've seen at the beginning of like many Bollywood films, because often they'll be, there's tobacco use throughout the film. Like there's people mm-hmm. smoking. And, um, in India, they have these like disclaimers at the beginning of beginnings of movies. That's like, you know, tobacco use is, is harmful for your health. And they have like, they will show you like tar and, and black lungs wow. and like people getting sick and all that. And, you know, I'll sit and watch one and I'll be like, Oh my God. Like, that's what I'm doing to myself. So like now part of my goal is I'm like, I'm going to wake up every day and watch that and be like, okay, that's, yeah. This is
0: why I'm not doing this. That's
1: going to kill me. Like I don't, I'm, I'm a vocalist. Like, and I smoke, you know how stupid yeah. that is. I have <laughs> asthma yeah, yeah. and I smoke like that's so dumb. But then it also forced me to realize, you know, help help me evaluate the reasoning behind that, which is the thing where it's like, I am intimidated by changing a habit. I am intimidated by, addressing my chemical dependence and i am intimidated by the cost why do i want to do it
2: yeah like yeah. what is doing it and i mm-hmm. couldn't
1: figure it out i'm like honestly but I, I, like i like it like mm-hmm. it, it it stimulates me it's 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 good it's my thing um and i kissed my partner one day one morning i came in from my my regular morning ritual i get my coffee i get my smoke and i go and read my book for like you know 10 minutes or whatever mm-hmm. i come in and i give him a kiss and he goes mm, my little bowling alley <laughs> I was like, <sighs> and I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, <Yeah>. that's." <laughs> that's a- <laughs> and he meant it as like a playful yeah. joke, but I was like, "Ow, is that what I? I is like that a, is that a?" I'm kissing a bowl. He's something. like, yeah, you know, it smells like a carpet of like an '80s bowling alley. I'm like, my mouth, nope. <laughs> my lips, shit, that doesn't feel good. Or oh, even when that's I, hilarious. So I was like, okay, so that's something to think about. I don't want to kiss my partner and taste like a bowling alley. That's what I'm gonna remember when I'm like, okay, gotta buy another box of nicotine patches. But hey, I get this. So I'm like mm. reprogramming the fear to to justify it. I, like I said, I'm a vocalist, so I sing in the shower. I sing when I'm doing chores and dishes and everything. Lately, I've caught myself. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't sing, and that's such a spiritual, happy thing for me. Like you, you grew up in church, you know. Yeah, like there's part absolutely. of the, like you raise your voice, God, yep. but it's like I'm God now. I raise my voice for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. I can't. Yeah. my range is so limited because mm-hmm. I'm just like all yeah. the time, and then I'm like, okay, so like I can't do this thing, and then those ads, at the beginning of movies that show you the black lung and everything. I want, like, for the first time, I've realized I want a long life i'm someone who struggled with self-harm the desire to to unalive i've gone through many experiences with that but like where my life is now sure it's not everything i wanted to be but i'm like but i'm i'm now seeing my efforts mm-hmm. it's getting better but
0: enjoying living it so yeah. yeah
1: and my my partner wants a long life with mm-hmm. his little bowling alley and i'm like <laughs> yeah you know what i do too but maybe not that way yeah so i'm like okay so like these these are my goals so yes I'm intimidated by the change I am intimidated by the money but for everything that I found that scares me I've written like a parallel to it and for me physically writing something down helps a lot like when okay. I see something written out in front of me that's super effective for holding me to my goals so when I write it out I'm like okay here's what scares me and then I write a solution or a contrary idea and that has helped so much like I don't want to quit smoking it's going to shorten my life I'm scared that's how much so money this smart. this costs. Cigarettes cost a lot too, uh, and how a lot much more. I'm
0: spending. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just
1: like I, you know, I I like this habit of going and sitting outside, but I can't sing anymore. Like I don't have the range I used to. So that's something that I found, and you know, smoking is one of those like this is also a very common New Year's habit. But for oh, all uh, New for Year's sure. habits, it's like okay, this scares me. What solution can I find within myself? Mm-hmm. As we talk about motivation. And not New Year's resolutions. I think New Year's goals yeah. is a much better way to put Absolutely. it. Absolutely. How we do it and why we do it yep. is the important part of sticking to it.
0: And I think I really want to take a, a break and listen to a couple songs, but I wanted to, because I'll, I'll forget about this after the break, <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> comment on a really common mistake that I have done myself, and I think a lot of people get trapped in this is that we focus on things that we want to remove from our lives without replacing them with anything or without putting in a proper motivation. Yes. I don't want to eat sugar anymore and I'm going to remove sugar from my diet.
1: Eh.
0: And that like just taking something out of your life leaves a void. Well, and
1: especially when it's sugar, caffeine, mm -hmm. cigarettes, alcohol, like all of those things chemically change you. And if you do them a lot, like you gotta fill it in with something, and you're usually
0: doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you're not doing something for a reason, mm-hmm. and you cannot just take something out of your life and leave a void mm-hmm. without replacing it with something. Because you'll you just know? panic. You'll just panic and go right back to it because mm-hmm. it's because it, it's a hole that needs to be filled. And so you 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 know like I'm I'm gonna try to well first of all you shouldn't say I'm going to you know a lot of times you shouldn't just go to the extreme of like. I'm never going to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, it's I'm going to work on you know removing this from a diet eventually sugar will say so i'm going to eat less sugar until i'm eating no sugar and then here's what i'm going to replace it with
2: mm-hmm.
0: and instead of eating you know a bowl of ice cream at the end of the night i'm going to have you know banana and pe- that's actually one that i've done you know when i was like i i like to have like a, some kind of sweet something at the end of the night it's oh, like, you yeah. know it's a it's a ritual it was it was kind of like a ritualistic thing for me it was how mm-hmm. i ended my night is how i you know whatever yeah and so it was like I'll have a banana and peanut butter. It's still sweet, it's got a little bit more protein and and if, you know, mm. it's a little bit healthier. Well, or, I'll have a know.
1: snack. I love it.
0: Yeah, and so it's like replacing it with something else that's also feels like a reward if that's mm-hmm. what you're going for. Feels like a treat. Yeah, it feels like a treat. Like replacing that thing not just removing it is mm-hmm. is a really is a really big um, thing and I think you like explained a really good example of doing that of like the motivation of like replacing the thoughts. So like, you know, like the whole like, you know, I I don't want to quit smoking. Well, you know, I do want to do this. And I I I you know this is this is gonna be hard. Well, this is why you're doing it. Like replacing mm-hmm. the thoughts with the positive counteraction or alternate, I should say. And then yeah. also replacing the actual thing or yeah. the practice with something. Because if you just if you don't if you remove something but you don't replace it with anything, it, you're it's not gonna it stick. doesn't
1: work, especially when it's a, a chemical thing. Like exactly I when people talk about cutting out sugar, I'm like, okay, good for you. You have to understand sugar, caffeine, alcohol, nicotine, whatever it is, if you are chemically altering your body and it's become a habit, you're probably addicted to it. Yeah, you are probably exactly. reliant on that thing. And that forced me to realize I'm like, did you did you know this is something I learned recently. Whenever you smoke a cigarette, there's a reason it's so hard for people with anxiety to quit smoking. For me, smoking is an anxious habit. It is mm-hmm. for a lot of people. The reason why it becomes so addicting is because every time you smoke a cigarette, that that nicotine that goes into your system, especially when you breathe it in versus like chewing it, stimulates a little bit of epinephrine to drip from your brain. Your major like panic chemicals are epinephrine, norepinephrine, and cortisol. Norepinephrine, I butchered that. Those are your your adrenaline runaway chemicals. Cortisol is your fight for your life chemical. So my brain chemistry, that's already... I cope with CPTSD, so I already release more of those fight-or-flight chemicals than the average person. Just the way my brain is structured, I inadvertently, without knowing... I became hooked on making myself feel worse because for that, that like 10 or so minutes when I'm smoking, it feels better.
0: Mm. And
1: then for smokers, your brain craves nicotine every 12 minutes. Wow. It wants more. So people who are trying to quit, who have anxiety, it's incredibly hard because the absence of that, you're like, oh, okay, but I need to be ready. I need to, I need to fight. Yeah. I need to be ready for this thing. Same thing with alcohol. It's a huge depressant. Mm -hmm. Sugar is a huge stimulant. So it's very hard for people who are neurodivergent with attention deficit to quit sugar because it's a stimulant. Caffeine. Come on.
0: Oh yeah! Come on! Who's not hooked on caffeine? Like my neurodivergent brain, without caffeine, I feel like I genuinely can't function. Like, oh, I don't even wake up. The more caffeine I have, the better my brain functions. So it's a really hard balance because it also like fucks up other things. My blood sugar fucks up other things in my body. So it's a really hard thing to balance between. Like, my brain isn't going to function without this, but also it's going to fuck up my body. And so, so yeah, it's it's it's. And that, that, and that is it exactly kind of one of the one of the next things I was going to say is like when you don't replace it or understand it, mm-hmm. you don't you're not getting to the root of why you're wanting to add or remove this thing in your life. You know, so like I yep. need to stop eating ice cream. Why? Because you don't like it because someone told you you have to or because society says that eating That's ice cream a is a bad one. idea. Mm-hmm. And then, OK, well, I'm doing it because I want to. Why is it so hard? Is it because you're addicted? Is it because it's 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 comforting? Is it because mm-hmm. it's causing a chemical reaction? Oh, okay, it's because it's causing a chemical reaction. Well, then that's a completely different plan than yep. I have to stop smoking. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I have to stop eating sugar. It's yeah. That, like the whole, this is what it is, this is why I'm doing it, and this is why it's so hard is yeah. a completely different plan than just I have to do this. And unfortunately,
1: know? fear is a very good uh, motivator, mm-hmm. but it's not... A great way to um to stay no. you know what i mean like it, yep. i don't want to stay out of this habit out of fear i want to stay at this habit out of joy so structuring why coming to the fear of it that's one thing and then we can talk about it after the break at but totally. the, the the joy of the reasoning yeah. that's that's the the other half that is the yin and mm-hmm. yang of a proper proper goal setting yep. be it the new year or not Goal setting, yeah, double-edged probably. sword.
0: And also fear is a great, I just want to like say this before I forget, is fear is a really good reminder. It's not a good motivator.
1: Oh, well said.
0: It's a good reminder. Like mm-hmm. when you're getting to that point, we're like, oh, fuck it. Why am I even doing this? Oh, I'm doing this because <laughs> I've got this physical issue in my body that if I don't stop doing this thing, it's going to eventually end up with this mm-hmm. really bad outcome that I really don't want. Oh, that's... I
1: don't want black lung okay, or cirrhosis yep. or high blood pressure. Exactly. Like, Uh-oh. Yeah. I, that's
0: the why I'm doing this. Thanks for the reminder. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use all these other positive things as motivators. So yeah, let's. The
1: perfect time.
0: Let's take a break.
1: Some... I'm Feeling very nostalgic today. I feeling real I love mushy, that. lovey. I know it's gonna gross. I love
0: that. It's, it's fantastic. I'm I... a cancer.
1: What am I gonna know? <laughs> what am I gonna know?
0: <laughs> I enjoy that for you. I do not <laughs> feel that way.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where um. I just we were we were talking about it and like hearing both of those songs i'm like god we've been together for four years because of my religious background i was convinced i was never going to be a relationship person Mm -hmm. a romantic person i was certainly never considering like marriage (laughs) like that was just nope like i was Mm -hmm. raised uh where i was raised to be a wife and mother yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i'm still being being a parent not my path not for me i got my fur babies animals like cats not kids i work with kids and i love it but like if i had my own that would no it's just that's too much i like i like my sleep and my schedule but um yeah in the last four years especially i've learned that like oh when i'm like doing healthy things for myself i'm capable of more than i thought i was relationship included which is a a great segue back to joy yeah. and the joy yeah. instead of fears. I am killing it with Look the segues at, I today. Did you, you
0: watch whose line is it anyway?
1: Is that, <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, <laughs> the
0: um the there's this one clip of uh the, the two oh, funny. Colin people. and Ryan. Yes. Yep. And he's like, yep. Nice segue. Great you know? segue. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're so good at <laughs> yeah, this. they're, they're <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's what it makes you think of. When you think of every time you say segue. Oh,
1: nice segue. That's what. It nice makes segue. Think of anyways. Well, yeah. So oh. back to back to the, the the joy of resolutions. Yeah, I mean for for me, like that's that's also a perfect moment. Um, having having a life with my my partner, and now I I'm at a point in my life where I have really great friends. I actually have a job that I enjoy. Like things things are going okay. So my resolutions have a new uh, weight to me this year. Again, goals, not resolutions. I, yeah. Yeah,
0: totally, totally. Yeah,
1: but my my goals have much more import to me and i'm also trying to do i've noticed in the past when i've done like new year's goals i've very much been wanting to like change something major like be it a diet or a chemical habit or whatever this year i'm trying something where i'm trying to make goals that add more joy into my life i love to read i'm a librarian granted but i have always been a book addict and um as any book addict can testify, I have a lot of books, some of which I've never even read. Yeah. And then I just keep acquiring more books. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to read that. And then now I just have this collection of books on my shelf I've never read. So I decided this year, my one of my joy goals is I'm going to try, not do it, but try to read every single book on my shelf at least once. And then Ooh. honestly, there's probably one in there I don't like clear that out get space yeah. and then i buy five books to replace it
0: that's a beautiful beautiful resolution
1: thank you goal, i'm trying i also i have a little i hate my birthday i have a birthday Me too.
0: I hate what my birthday. is it
1: i think i don't trauma. know if it's yeah trauma
0: <laughs> i know exactly why i don't like mine and i can tell you <laughs> yeah same same but
1: uh yeah i don't like my birthday so as i've gotten older i have a new habit every year for my birthday i always take off work if i'm working mm-hmm. i try and spend the the whole day by myself or with friends. I don't love the whole like cake party. I don't like no, attention.
0: I ironically, I don't like attention either. And I know that's <laughs> going to be really hard for people to believe.
1: Especially when you're like a theatrical person, people yes. are like, "Oh, you must love it." I'm like, "No, I love it when I can hide behind a character. Yes, when it's about yes. me, I'm just deeply.
0: I like to perform.
1: Yes, there's a difference between performing and liking I attention. I don't like attention. Yeah, I please don't, don't look yeah. at me. No, please, please don't, don't yeah. look at me. Seen that
0: like. Don't perceive me as a man. Don't perceive me as a woman. Just do, don't perceive do me. Do not <laughs> perceive me.
1: I I do not exist. Yeah. yeah. Very strongly. Yeah. so for my for my birthday every year, I've made my birthday something I like cuz I'll take time off work, I'll sleep in, I'll cuddle with my cat, and I always go do a book haul. Oh, that's like,
2: cool. I
1: am normally a very budgeted person. Around my birthday, I go to a thrift store or a bookstore or something. And I don't put a budget limit on myself on my yes. birthday. I My only limit is how many books I can physically carry oh, in my cool. arms without a bag. That. And that's what I take home. And that is what I do every year. So in those years, I realized, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of birthday book hauls on my shelf that I've, I've never even touched. Or I haven't read them in, like, five, mm-hmm. six years. I don't remember what this is about, da-da-da. And I'm like, I, have so, I know I have so many good books here, but I've, like, I've maybe gotten all I can from them. So, like, I'd love to... Pass this on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like I have a copy of Jules Verne's Around the World in Eighty Days. Great book if you've never read it. I got it from one of my old roommates, because I used to be a steampunker nerd alert. Mm-hmm. And it's a very steampunky book. And he had an inscription on the inside that was like, I've read this, you know, take it and pass it along. I have literally hoarded it for like <laughs> six years. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but I like it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, okay, so like I, I came across that, like reorganizing my room, and I was like, mm all right, time to pass it along, time to finally read this book I never have. I have a lot of books of philosophy that I'm like, I haven't touched back on, like, Aristotle or Kant's problematics. Like, I haven't touched these things in a while. And that's, like, a joyful goal because I think about it and I get excited. Like, ah, there's so yes. many New Year's New Year's goals or resolutions, whatever the hell word you want to use, mm-hmm. that are so intimidating because it's like, I'm going to quit something, I'm going to change something. I'm attempting to set, like, new joy goals my partner and I both like have chronic pain and health issues we want to do more yoga oh, yeah. so yep. we're like that's a joy goal that's time we can spend together that will feel good yoga is a practice not a habit so adding more and more we want to bake more like so we're definitely not cutting out sugar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nor should you. Yeah. So strap in.
1: There will be muffins. Yeah. I'm warning you now. I hope Love you're not it. quitting sugar. No. Because I, I cannot no support. Of, I have okay. no
0: intentions of quitting anything, <laughs> good or bad.
1: We, we <laughs> bad are office. just quitting pouring from an empty cup. Yes. That's the only thing you're quitting.
0: Sorry. I had to turn the fan on because I go from hot to cold immediately. This, this um, is an
1: oddly-temperatured room, too. It, it's, it's, got, a, it's got the Humboldt effect. Yes,
0: absolutely. Um... Yeah so I wanted like listening to your resolutions and thinking about like some of the goals that I'm setting for myself next year um which are like like mine mine are the things that I'm just kind of my intents. I like mm-hmm. to say intense actually intense like, is good like in like in my intent for next year is yeah. <coughs> to getting my this is the first so in March it'll be I will have lived in my apartment for three years, and that's the longest I've stayed in a a place that I've lived um, for, uh, uh, like, I mean, uh, somewhere upwards of like eight to 10 years. Like, like like there there were some years I was moving every three months, and there were some years, there were some times where I would stay in a place for two years that I've never stayed in a place longer than two years except for this place. So now I'm like, okay, I'm a little bit more established and settled. I want this place to feel good. So that's mm-hmm. my, like, thing is getting, making my space a place that I want to feel good in.
1: Yes, that's a joy goal. It's all absolutely. the way. A joy intention. Mm-hmm. Excuse me.
0: Absolutely. And, and what I've noticed from the things that you're saying as well, you and your partner, it's that inward outward thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so many times, like, when we think about, when you think about New Year's resolutions, first of all, I don't know if this is coming from me, or this is just a thing, but when I think, when someone says, what's your New Year's resolution, what's the first thing you think of? Usually, it's food,
1: or <laughs> drink of some kind.
0: You know what I'm saying? Food,
1: fitness, yeah. Food,
0: fitness, it's like, I'm going to stop eating this, yeah. I'm going to eat more of that, mm-hmm. or I'm going to exercise, you know? Like, those yeah. seem to be, th- and I'm like, which this is just fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's just bullshit, And while you know? it's,
1: it's very... It's it's good to want to do good things from your bo- for yes. your body and from mm-hmm. your body. A lot of them are caused by external shame or yes. internal shame. Or that's internal been, shame that's been both. carried for <laughs> <Yeah>. usually both. <laughs> and like especially with uh, with fitness and food, like that's a goal. If people automatically go to either excess or limitation, I'm going to eat. Only vegetables and no cupcakes. I'm going to work out every day. And it's like, it's what we were talking about before. It's to a day. No. It's, it's that increment thing. I love what you said about like your your peanut butter and banana instead of a bowl of ice cream. Like exercise is definitely one of those ones that's like really hard, especially if you deal with chronic pain or old injuries or just all the different kinds of things that can happen to mm-hmm. a human body, especially as we grow older. Yep. And everything just kind of, you know, do you feel the rain coming now? Mine's oh, yeah. in my knee.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I have. Oh, yeah, I have joint issues.
1: Oh, Uh, these old bones always know when the (laughs) rain is coming, darling. Oh,
0: (laughs) it's legitimately like my. I have so many joint issues that I'll be like, I'll be like, my arm hurts. I think it's gonna rain in about (laughs) forty-five minutes. You know, (laughs) 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 all my knee hurts. It's probably gonna rain tomorrow. You know, like. So we are witches, and we we knew this. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's not
1: that we summon it; it's that my body knows it's coming. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for it. I just know it's on its way. Um, yeah. So one of the, the the thing, the kind of the point that I was making is that I think it's really important for us all to evaluate what, why we want to set the goals we want to set, mm-hmm. and if it's because of someone else, don't do it. Amen. Until you can do it for yourself. So, so like like exercising and eating better, very good things to do, but not because you feel quote-unquote, fat. I don't think fat's a bad word, but people, you know, quote-unquote, yeah. that's a bad thing. It's yeah, not a bad thing. But don't do it because you should have a better body. Don't mm-hmm. do it because, you know, like eating sugar is inherently bad. Don't do it because your coworker You know, did whatever they did, lost a lot of weight, or or got in better shape, or decided to eat salads every day for work. Like, fuck it, don't do it, because anybody else is telling you to do it for any other reason that you that is usually perceived as negative. Only do the things that you want to do because you want to better your life, and strictly for that reason. Yeah. Because and if and if you so. And if you can't find a reason inward Mm -hmm. to do these things, then that's not the issue.
1: Yeah, that's. It's funny you said that because I I was thinking back through this conversation, one of my many over the years. I've always had the New Year's resolution of, I'm gonna work out.
0: Yeah, me too. And I'm
1: gonna be fit. Mm -hmm. And thinking back on that, like I know today being my anniversary, I've been talking like my my wonderful relationship now. A, wasn't always. We've had our troubles of like we've had our our communication issues, especially and like have worked at it. So it's gotten better. And the only reason I was able to be successful in any of that is I forked up a lot. And I had a lot of past relationships that were not um, great and made me feel really, really bad about my body. Mm-hmm. That was something it was always like and it was often often the relationship was with uh, a male bodied person mm-hmm. and was um, putting this, this societal ideal on me as a woman with anybody who's got female parts or identifies as female presents as female holy shit the world's not cool and it's not no. fair to men either like but it's,
0: it's significantly
1: less fair <laughs> harder for, for female female-bodied body identifying people or
0: family body people oh
1: my god it sucks so i was and it would often start as like little offhand comments because like it would be like you should go to the gym with me. It's like, you know, you'd be really great if you like did some more squats. And I would immediately be like, oh my God, my ass is flat. Oh my totally. God, I'm looking mm-hmm. fat. I don't I don't work out enough and all these things. When, you know, in hindsight, I'm looking around and I, I very much put myself in like the, the wifely duty kind of role of like, well, I'm getting all my exercise cleaning this house top to bottom. You know, that's a workout in wow. and of itself. And um, that was something that, you know, I've started developing. I'm like, I, I want to exercise more. So I am tricking myself into exercising especially as I come off of cigarettes that's a big goal coming down from a chemical habit and replacing it like we were talking about with Mm -hmm. exercise is often a really great way to do it especially because it's a ritual thing I have taken stock of how often I do my my smoke breaks Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna try I'm like I'm gonna go for a little walk instead
2: I'm just going to take a little
1: my I got a tiny little neighborhood. I'm just going to do a loop around Mm -hmm. and just have some endorphins instead of nicotine.
2: Yeah, I'm going to try
1: doing that. And, you know, as I want to add the working out back into my life, I'm looking at my fitness goals. I'm like, okay, let's not be dysmorphic this year. Let's not be punitive. Let's not do this for someone else. Mm -hmm. Let's look at a why I want to do it for myself and how I can get there incrementally. So, like I said, little walks when I want a cigarette doing yoga with my partner. I I don't I don't like gyms.
0: I hate gyms. I don't I like them.
1: them. I don't like it's them creepy. because everyone can see you. Everyone can see and me. And I don't like
0: them cuz I can see everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I it's... don't like them cuz there's so many germs.
1: And I'm there's so many germs so and many I'm one germs. of those people where it's like I my my partner's a gym rat. He he loves his ritual where he mm-hmm. leaves the house, goes to the gym, goes elsewhere and just focuses on his fitness. I hate that. I see, only first, feel safe in off, my body in my house. <laughs> Leaving the house, yeah, sucks. <laughs> yeah, cancelled. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Step number
0: one, bad.
1: <laughs> no, we won't yeah. be doing that. But also, he's a very different kind of. He's he's like a, a weight training kind of guy. Yeah, that's I. Uh, no, my body no. hurts too. I've had way no. too many injuries for that. Like I got to do. Maybe like resistance training or just like yeah. like PT style, like just m- like motion yeah. therapy at first. Yeah. And that's the other thing is I've I've never been able to stick with a fitness goal because I start so big. I run my body down. Yeah, same.
0: I, I always run it right down. Thing. It was a, an hour workout every day at w- as much pushing myself as far as I could go. Yeah. Which and is then not the way to do it.
1: If you're also quitting something like, you know, sugar or junk food, whatever it is, and you're trying to work out, dude, like pick one. Yeah. First of all, pick pick one. one. Like I like to exercise so that I can eat my super nasty, artificial color not found in nature cheese dip. That is why I do it. (laughs) That is what I want. I want to I go for a run and then I'm like, yes, bowl of cookie dough. I earn this like pick one.
0: I want to work out for 15 minutes, but I'm going to work out for 30 so I can have my pint of ice cream. Exactly. So
1: like pick one to start with, especially because I've seen so many people struggle with this when you're picking up exercise and you're changing eating habits at the same time it's really difficult because exercising is it, it it's work for your body yeah. food is the most common form of comfort you got food you got sex like yeah that's how people comfort themselves yeah. more often than not and when you're starting to work out your body needs more food yeah. it needs fuel to do the thing mm-hmm. and of course you're gonna want your comfort food thing so it's about like okay if i'm gonna start working out doing it incrementally just start by going for a walk um you know terry cruz the actor yes yeah huge huge workout advocate big bodybuilder fitness and he always says he's like if you're trying to go to the gym every day go more don't always go with the intention of working out go show up like bring a magazine and just sit in the gym oh that's just so sit smart. in your space like get in your workout clothes and like be in it and then more often than not you're going to be sitting there and you are going to be like well i'm already dressed for that well i'm already here i might, I might as, as well do something and you can you can trick yourself into it and then if you're going to do something with food like if you want to start with food pick one it's like hey instead of having this bowl of ice cream i'm going to go for a walk and have a cup of like maybe lightly sweetened tea Mm -hmm. something so like give give yourself both create your goals in a way that you're not punishing yourself for the things you want but you're rewarding yourself for the work you're putting in yes and that moderation will start to to even out it really will. Mm-hmm. I love that
0: too because when you don't when you don't do something in moderation, you don't account for the days for the, the truly genuinely bad days, which is one of the things I was thinking mm. about the like when you were talking about like just showing up to the gym, just going to the gym, you mm-hmm. know, like showing up to read a magazine. Like if your goal is to work out an hour a day, five days a week, regardless of anything, then those days when your body's like, I'm getting sick. Or mm-hmm. your anxiety has been times 100 today. You need sleep. You need, you need, you know, you need food. You need comfort. You need friends. And you're like, nope, can't do that because I have to go to the gym for an hour or else I'm a failure. You're not honoring your body. Like the nope. whole point is, and that's kind of what I was. You're like, respecting we were ta- your body. Yeah, we were talking about reducing it down to what the actual thing is. Mm-hmm. And that's like. Like, why do I want to work out? Because I want to look better. Why do I want to look better? Because I would like to feel better. Why do you want to feel better? Because it would benefit, you know, boiling it down to what it is. So on those days that you get in your your workout clothes and you drive to the gym and you get there and you go, I, my body doesn't feel good. My brain doesn't feel good. I'm about to cry or I'm about to, or my joints hurt. There is something going on and I don't know what it is. I need to honor that. So I'm going to go home. I'm going to have a cup of tea and I'm going to crawl in bed. And then you sleep for 12 hours and realize you were getting sick. You know, like it's like if when the, when the goal, when the new year's resolution is just something that isn't in relation to anything positive, I'm just going to work out. I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to quit this. You don't, you don't, you end up not honoring yourself. You end up not actually benefiting yourself. You're not, you're not, um, um, you're not going to give yourself the proper space cuz when you go home and you sleep for 12 hours and you don't get sick guess what you feel like going to the gym the next you day you feel better you know like yeah. You, yeah and and that's one of the biggest lessons i've learned is that usually when i'm when i go to a, some kind of extreme new year's resolution it's usually because i feel bad about something mm-hmm. or it's an unresolved trauma or it's a, a re- unrealistic expectation set by someone else like church toxic religion society those kinds of things yeah and then all you're doing is just making that hole bigger you know you're you're you're, yeah. you're you're taking something out that creates even a bigger of a void you're pushing yourself too far and then guess what you fall even deeper into that hole that time mm-hmm. and then you do the whole downward spiral of failure and see you couldn't actually do this and you mm-hmm. you are a failure you're not you're worthless you know it goes into that like mental spiral and then you're
1: never going to succeed cuz you're exactly. beating yourself up now when you were talking about those goals there there are Two words that you used that I think are the detriment of any New Year's resolution goal Mm -hmm. intention, which are always and never. Yep, those are the biggest extremes. You could say I am always going to go to the gym every day. I am never going to eat sugar. Mm -hmm. And even when I and even quit kind of gets in there because I talk about quitting smoking. I don't say I'm never going to smoke. You know, I'm, I'm trying to quit smoking. I'm not quitting nicotine because I understand that's totally. going to be a longer process. Like it's not I'm never going to do it. And I understand as someone who's tried quitting smoking a million times, I'm understanding like there's going to be a day oh, I slip totally. up. There's going to be a shame that comes with that. So like when you are setting a goal, trying not to use always, trying not to use never, mm-hmm. understanding going in that like you're going to mess up and you're going to moderate, which is why easing into a new habit as opposed to jumping headfirst into it, mm-hmm. that's the recipe for success. Plus, if if you can, if it's available to you, a support system yes is everything. Absolutely. Like my mm-hmm. <laughs> my partner, he smokes a lot of cannabis and he uses like the backwood tobacco rolls. So when I'm saying like, hey, I want to quit smoking, he's like, cool, I will cut that out and I'll replace it with something for him. It's going to be like Aww, ba- banana leaves cool. or something. Yeah. So like, yeah, we have that accountability there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Our roommate wants to stop consuming alcohol, Mm -hmm. but understands it's going to need to be, like, a tapering thing. So we're like, cool, what can we do? Like, should we have a tea ritual together at night and, like, play a game? Should we not have alcohol in the house? Like, like, what would be—and we're trying to learn how to be, like, supportive to this— Cool. I tried you know Tony. I tried to get him to quit smoking with me and he was like, Yo, one thing at a time and I was like, Cool You know what? That's smart. I was like, You're right, I respect that. That's completely that's completely true. And I'm here to be as supportive to that as I can. So and if you can if you're your own support system, do it. Like like if it's just a little writing yourself a post it that says like, You did it today, good job. Absolutely. My partner, he'll do a thing where he'll talk to himself in the mirror. Yeah. Which, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, he's he's had me do it. Like as I learn to be nice to myself, he'll I'll say like something slide me, and I'll be like, oh my god, like my butt looks big today. And He'll grab me, be like, nope, put me in front of the mirror, and be like, now say two nice things for the mean thing you said. I have never done that and not just burst into tears. Yeah, I was going to say, it's so hard. I can't
0: even imagine it. I can't. I don't even like looking in the mirror
1: yeah exactly much less
0: talking to myself much less saying nice things about myself it's uh, you know yeah it's, it's a not. lot so
1: if if looking in the mirror is too much because like it write can not be for yourself it, write it yeah. down say it aloud to an empty room just yeah. be like thank you me like oh. whenever i finish a, a yoga flow i always try to say aloud to myself i'm like thank you for doing this yeah like i'm gonna be my support system or mm-hmm. if i get bananas and peanut butter instead of a bowl of ice cream Thank you for choosing a healthier option, Yeah, not making the right choice or or anything like that, like trying not to assign guilt or shame as we're changing habits, just being like, congratulations. Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I work with kids and something that we actively try to do in a school setting is not just calling out when a student is acting in a way that's inappropriate or poor. Like, of course we have to do something about it, but... Like as a as a librarian, the library can get kind of rowdy sometimes, but and then I'll, you know, do the shh and quiet down. Very stereotypical, just shh. Yeah. But once it does, you know, I have a little speaker and I'm like, thank you so much, everyone, for being quiet. Or when a uh-huh. a student does something great, like they return a book on time, I'm like, Thank you for doing that. I'm really proud of you. I appreciate that. And in doing that with the kids, I'm like, oh crap. I don't really do that for myself. And trying to yep. like we as human beings react more consistently and strongly to positive reinforcement yes. than negative reinforcement. So mm-hmm. in goal setting, that's really important to remember. Is like, your brain likes reward chemicals. Mm-hmm. It likes to feel happy. So if you tell yourself like, "You're a fat piece of nothing for eating this bowl of ice cream tonight," you're terrible. At just being like, "Hey, you know what? You needed this cherry chocolate chip tonight. That's okay. Yeah, we'll try again tomorrow."
0: Yep. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things at the at the beginning of this. Uh, beginning of this this thought process <laughs> this Thought. <laughs> i was went on that, for a minute there <laughs> no i loved it i loved everything about it um was that i you know one of the big quote-unquote secrets i've learned in life is that there's no such thing as absolutes they're really if you really Only think a about Sith
1: it deals in absolutes exactly
0: there's no like you think in what like 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 there really isn't any, even when it comes to success and failure, I feel like, you know, people like, well, the, you know, but you can win and lose. There's success and failure. I'm like, abso- like, think Life about of football, it. Life ain't football, babe. There's progress. Yeah. You get a job. You make more money at that job. You, be, you know, you, you climb up the ladder, you buy your own business, you, whatever it is that you consider, we consider quote unquote successful, whatever it is you define success as, you know, mm-hmm. that, could, like it's progress you know like oh i was successful at setting my goals cuz i went to the gym every day well you you made progress you progressed yeah. in that thing there's no act there's actually n- no such thing in my opinion as success and failure there's no such thing as absolutes there's so you set a goal you don't want to you don't want to eat sugar anymore so you're going to not eat that pint of ice cream at the end of the night mm-hmm. so the first week you eat a pint of ice cream one night of that week there that's like four days actually out of a seven day period that's six days you didn't. yeah or there's two days you eat half a pint of ice cream. Yeah. That's moderate of, it's yeah you've mm-hmm. ev- like every every single step it, and that's another thing too is that the, every single step that you go forward is a step forward. There's yeah not there's actually not too many instances where there are step backwards. that's a lot uh, that's a mental trap that mm-hmm. religion is a huge thing. There's sin and no sin. You know, yep. there's like, there's there's everything is an absolutes. Everything is, you know, just like very extreme. And that's not how the world works. It's you not. Five days, you worked out for three days in a row and then you didn't work out for two days. Those three days did have an impact. You did not lose yeah. anything for not working out those two days or that week or those that month that mm-hmm. you didn't follow through. Because when you start in February again, guess what? You're still moving forward. You didn't go backwards. It. Life doesn't go, life isn't linear.
1: And see, you know? that's that's something too, is like when you are dealing with those extremes, because you and I are like the perfectionistic, it's like, I want to aim for the absolute. I want to aim for the perfection. That's still that's still an okay impulse. Like saying that sure. like, I want this full thing. That is still a goal that you can attain. What I've learned to do is, this is the extreme goal I want. I want to, for example, like to make it issue. I want to build a house. Yeah. I want to build a house. It's not going to be built in a day. So I want to build a house. So what does the house need? I got to get walls. Okay. How do I get walls? I got to get drywall. Okay. Before I get drywall, I got to get studs. So it's one of those things. The same thing comes with, I want to work out every day. Okay. I'm going to start by taking like a 10 minute walk. Yep. then I'm going to take a 20 minute walk. And then today I'm going to, you know, go do some squats for like five minutes. And just working up in those little increments, especially when it's something that's, like I said, our brain loves reward chemicals mm-hmm. that can come from food, that can come from working out, from creativity, from from drawing and everything. If you give yourself like very small increments of time of I'm literally just going to do this for five minutes of my day, you will want more. Oh, Your 100%. brain will be like, oh, but... Ooh, but I like this. And then on those days you're having a rough day where you're like, I just, I can't, my, my body hurts. I really just need a bowl of ice cream. Like it's going to, this feels like too much. I'm overwhelmed. It's like, okay, can I take a five minute walk? Can I tell myself I'm going to have a frozen yogurt instead? Sure. Like checking in. It's like, can I, do I really want to make the healthier choice today? And then not guilting yourself when you do. Like if you're yep. having that bad day, have the bad day go okay. the fuck to sleep and try again tomorrow absolutely like do it if you just absolutely can't do it and then talk kindly forgivingly and sympathetically and realistically to yourself mm-hmm. the next day the only way to uphold any personal goal is by talking to yourself like you would a friend it's yeah. so much easier to support a friend
0: yeah if oh, you can absolutely. talk to
1: yourself that way there you go yeah. and like you said any any effort is progress
0: yes at all effort is progress mm-hmm. like, even thinking about it planning it you know like maybe the first maybe January is just thinking about it every day like that's how it is for me anytime I've actually followed through with something I've thought about it significantly for a long period of time mm-hmm. the first step for me was never d- is never do ever and I don't know if that's my neurodivergence my trauma both or just my personality you know just my me being OCD being all of the things you know like like It's never been like, oh, you know what, I need to work out and then tomorrow I work out. It's I need to work out. Okay, what does that look like? Am I gonna go to do a gym? Can I afford a gym? Can I not afford a gym? Okay, I can't afford a gym, so what am I gonna do? I'm gonna work out at home. What What does working out at home look like for me? What do I actually like doing? What can I afford to buy? Can I afford to buy any equipment? Okay, I can't. You know, and then it's this this breakdown that usually takes weeks of time for me to mentally break it down. Oh my and god, I wish
1: I was like that. I'm, I am. I'm, I am a not doing it until I'm doing it kind of person, and I, I, it's something I'm trying to learn not to resent, and has made me go into extremes. It's like I want to do this. Go do immediately, and then I burn out.
0: Oh yeah, that's how I. That's how I usually am. That's why I'm like. Forced, that's why I've kind of learned how to. I don't know how to explain it, but like, the like, normally I used to be very impulsive, and I used to be very much like, I don't, when I say impulsive though, I mean more like desperately reaching for something (laughs) to fill that void. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by impulsive, not like. I'm going to go on a road trip and then I jump in a car and go on a road trip. That sounds terrifying to me. There's it's levels w-
1: of impulsive of yeah. like I want that ice cream. Off I go to the store. Here I am with my ice and cream. I, I just, win.
0: And I can justify it however I need oh, to. God, you yeah. know, absolutely. But but I've had to learn how to and one of the uh, uh, one of the only examples I can think of is my constant need for new things, my ADHD, it, I, c- things have to be new all the time. Mm-hmm. I change up new, different, that we rearrange the furniture, new things on the wall, new hobby, new, you know, it's constantly changing. And one of those things that I kind of focus in on is electronics, specifically my phone. I'm mm. like, I'm changing my phone every six months to a year constantly. It's just a thing. Hmm. And I don't know why. And I don't know how. And I don't know why that's the thing. Um. But it, 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 it used to be, I used to spend a lot of money on a lot of things. I used to do bigger things, and I've kind of like narrowed my thing down into this one thing. And when there were times where like I needed things to be new, I needed my phone to be new, and, and I wanted to, I wanted a new phone, I wanted a different one, I wanted to change everything, I would do something like, okay, well, I can't buy a new phone because I don't have the money, but if I don't do something, I'm going to lose my mind or I'm going to spend money I don't have. So I would literally like factory reset my phone reinstall all of my apps change up the background make the whole phone look oh. new get a new case for it and it like tricked my brain into thinking I, it was new it I wasn't it. a new phone <laughs> it was the process all of the new stuff you know and that didn't work for a while it doesn't work forever but like that, that that's a
1: really smart inspirational strategy though like that's what that's what i mean is i was like oh i wish it was like that like the the planning, the finding ways ar- around, not around, to coexist yes. with that part of you, yes. be it yes. a perfectionistic or spontaneous, like whatever it is, like that is so inspirational that you were like, I identified this thing and now I'm going to find a way to to trick myself, yeah. like you said. And it's it's not negative and you're no. still in line with your goals, but you also fulfilled that need like yep. that's brilliant good I, for you
0: thank you it's come it, uh, to be perfect honest. it was born from a lot of not having any other options <laughs> you know like well? like genuinely having like five hundred dollars to live off for the entire month mm-hmm. and then my brain's like this phone is boring get a new one and i'm like well i f- can't fucking get a new one i just had i just had like tortilla chips and air for <laughs> dinner like i can't buy a new phone like it, yep. it was born from like that necessity of just not having any other options so how and then not having any other options and then also having put myself in really negative situations because i you know went for it anyway kind of thing mm-hmm. and and that's the biggest lesson is that like you're not going to fund it for me when it comes to resolutions when it comes to goals you're not going to fundamentally change yourself you're not go- it's not going to happen you're not a morning person, you're not gonna get up at five o'clock in the morning for a, you may for a, a, a short amount of time. But you're, you're not going, hate it. you're gonna hate it and you're not gonna do it forever. So yep. don't fundamentally like don't fundamentally change who you are for something that you that you want.'re you're, you're you have to work around. you have to work with yourself like you said coexisting with these with that reality like you're, yeah. you want to work out. You're not a morning person. Don't do it in the morning. Set up another time. Like do it after work. Do it in your lunch break. Do yeah. you know, like do it after work. Set up another time that's good for you. Don't, don't set a goal and then adjust your life around it. Mm-hmm. Like, like look r- realistically. Look at where your life is and put those goals in the places they can fit. You yeah, know?
1: and see, yeah, I I I dealt with that as the like. I I want to work out, but it's like, oh, when am I gonna do it? I work, so I'm oh, I am nocturnal. I am not a morning person. I will get up at the last possible minute to get ready for work. Yeah. But then by the time I get home, I'm like, oh, but I'm tired now, and I just want to sit and watch TV. So what did I do? I got a little resistance band, and then I just put it around my knees, and I'm sitting there watching my Law and Order, and I'm just yep. just pumping it out, mm-hmm. like just little things. Even if it's just one of those little squeezy knuckle things. Like yep. I have to, uh, I I love to sit. I love to yes. veg. I love to chill the f out so for me it was always about tricking myself being like i'm doing work but i'm also chilling uh, yeah yeah so integrating your changes into the lifestyle that you want to lead yep. until you've fully worked i love what you said about working with yourself because yes. the antithesis being working against yourself which is why so many of us fail mm-hmm. when it comes to changing habits and changing goals
0: yeah it's why so many of these you know resolutions, goals. You, you they don't end up, they don't go past January or February mm-hmm. because you are working against yourself. I mean, like that I I, I I this one of the things I did this year was attend a uh, um uh it was like a I don't remember how long it was a a few weeks it was an ADHD like just like group like informational group and um and it. It was one of the it was one of the hoops that I was I had to jump through to even remotely get someone to consider giving me a diagnosis, which it still didn't end up in a diagnosis because they changed the plan the last day of the group. Oh. Yeah, and the people running the group were upset about it too. It wasn't their fault, you know. But anyways, that's not the point. But one of the things I was talking about, we were talking about in this group, is as as you know, I said, one of the th- I said I've learned that for me, like if the dishes need to be done and I'm not doing them like f- sitting there feeling bad about it. This is also something I work on every day. This is, I have not, this is not, I have not achieved or arrived. This is a constant every single day thing I'm working
1: the, on. The shame cycle yeah, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, oh. So like
0: the dishes need to be done. Um, I'm either going to do them or I'm not going to do them. So if I'm going to do them, then then I do them. If I'm not going to do them, sitting there feeling bad about it, it's not going to change anything. So deciding in that moment am I actually going am I actually going to get out of bed at this point and do those dishes? No, it's nine p m. and I'm going to sleep in an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do those dishes right now. So how can I learn to let that go until tomorrow? Oh, you know,
1: you just saw me have a burst of thoughts. Yes. that's <laughs> that's actually something speaking of resolutions and goals. Um, my partner is struggling with attention deficit. And like learning how to live with that. He he had a diagnosis like in his childhood,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: his parents were like, no, that's not real. Like he's just hyperactive, which happens to so many kids so many. who then become adults with attention deficit and are like, why am I struggling with this? Mm-hmm. Um, so we found a strategy for him. There, there is a wonderful man, his name is Dr. Barkley. So if you are dealing with attention deficit and you want to learn how to do it, look him up. Dr. Barkley, amazing. Um, he had a strategy about how people who deal with attention deficit Time is torture. So yes. saying I'm going to sit and work on something for this period of time is it's like, well, if it's not stimulating to me right now, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, period. So we're developing, like, because my partner's like, I have all these things that I want to do in my day, but it feels like it's too much and then I can't focus and I can't decide what to do. And then I'm overwhelmed and then I feel bad because I didn't do the chores, but I got caught up in the thing I was interested in. I'm like, whoa, 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 let's do this. So we got, like, a few post-it notes and we were like, okay, what do you want to do every day? How much time do you want to put in? Chorin, literally like half hour a day um he's a composer how long do you want to work on music a day he's like oh an hour and a half i'm like start with 45 minutes yeah and then like work it up and then getting individual timers with labels that have those times set in in a day and for like everything he wants to do once we spelled it out how long he wants to spend on it it's literally maybe like three four hours of his day in the end especially for like you know as he uh, we, we've switched recently. We're like, I'm the breadwinner and he's the house spouse, we say. Sure. He's for like, sure. I always feel bad when you don't come home to a clean house. But then as soon as I like start to do the thing, the task doesn't take as long as I think it's going to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But when it's not stimulating, he doesn't want to do it. So we've gotten these timers. And the agreement is he's got a timer for everything he wants to do in the day. He sets the timer. He starts that thing. As soon as it stops being stimulating or interesting or whatever, he stops it, picks another timer timer, or goes and takes a break, does something Mm -hmm. else. So smart. Yeah. And he's trying that out. That's his New Year's resolution because he realized, I have this thing. What's a strategy I can do to learn to live with it? So we are starting with this. And then we said, we're like, let's give it a month. And if at the end of January you want to reevaluate, you want to do an hour and a half of composing a day and you only need to do like 20 minutes of chore in time then we'll, ad- we'll, we'll adjust. adjust. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm also doing for for my goals and resolutions is being like, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to try this strategy yeah. and then see if it works, which is such, such a big thing with New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, most of them are abandoned before the end of January because people don't think they can re-strategize yes. along the way. But yes. if you're working with yourself and you're learning how to deal with either neurodivergence or a lack of motivation, like whatever it is, like, you're allowed to scrap and start over yes. and replan what works for you. If you're like, I'm going to work out every day. And then you're like, oh, I'm tired. It's like, okay, I'm going to work out two days a week. Yep. And then you, you can alter your goals yep. and how you achieve them with your life and what you're capable of.
0: And then also not just readjusting or learning or not, not even learning, but like. Let's say this timer um, this timer method works great for your partner for three months mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just doesn't
2: mm-hmm.
0: new strategy doesn't mean that doesn't mean that's an ineffective strategy doesn't mean that's a strategy that won't work in three more months. Mm-hmm. but get a new strategy. That one's not working anymore. get a new one. That's mm-hmm. total especially with people with um, attention deficit deficit that constantly changing the strategy to. Like constantly changing the thing that you are doing to strategize how to deal with it. It's like everything about it changes. you got to reset. And see, I'm
1: opposite because I deal deal with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. I need structure. I need to do the same thing every day and maybe give myself like two hours of the day that's unaccounted Mm -hmm. for. But that's like about all I can handle. I need structure. I freak out. And I'm trying to learn how to get get around that without you know getting getting scared
2: yeah which is the
1: big thing but like when you're dealing with neurodivergence be it attention deficit depression ptsd any kind of spectrum disorder whatever it is it's like not all strategies for the achievement of goals are alike but Mm. i've never met a single neurodivergent person that doesn't find a way to shame themselves Oh, absolutely. For their differences, which mm-hmm. is such a hard thing with goal setting. You cannot, that's the absolute I'm gonna you cannot shame yourself. It will happen. No comparison. It will not no help problem. you.
0: Nope. And it's so funny because you said that you absolutely need structure. I'm like, I have CPTSD, OCD, and attention deficit. So I need I'm sorry. Extra <laughs> ethics, among other things. That's everything is
1: fighting against you.
0: Th- everything is fighting against each other. Same thing. So the OCD with the the CPTSD and the and the attention deficit and the attention deficit with the OCD and all. So I need very specific, very extreme structure that constantly changes. (laughs) Oh my god! So you know what I think? Do have you seen the cartoon robots? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! You know how they have those house? Like it's one house but it's like but
1: it's rotated it rotates yeah. through to
0: each room <laughs> yep. that's me i'm like okay we're going with room number 1 today that's what my structure looks like <laughs> and then tomorrow it's nope this it, very complete very specific very structured rooms that i have to change Gotta every change single it day all mm-hmm. the time because not one thing ever works for very long and you have and 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 it has to constantly be changing for me but that change has to live within an experience very specific and very extreme structure, or else I, or else I, I lose my mind. I go, I, I, I go into depression because I don't have enough structure. But it, that structure can't last that long because I had. Then I have to have a new structure. It doesn't work. Like Jeepers. it's constant. It's uh, it, It's gin. That's how my brain is. Just constantly like, a, as soon as I find something that works, my brain is already almost working on a new variation of that because I know it's not going to work for very long. Mm. So I have to like constantly be and you know what I can only understand
1: so much but like I you clearly understand it and I want to commend you for that because you you understand how you tick and how the change works for you and you've clearly taken the time to learn that it's so hard to learn how you work why you why you work the way you do I feel like every person who deals with any kind of trauma or neurodivergence Mm -hmm. like you're always trying to figure it out especially when you come from the theme of the show a religious background Uh, like learning how you tick is such it's a full-time job yeah and it's always changing and your strategies are always changing so i want to take a moment and commend you because you've clearly put that work in to understand it so now when you go out to to set new goals and do new things you're aware of where you are and you and we will we will always struggle with the shame and the knee-jerk reaction to Mm -hmm. to shame and guilt ourselves like I I grew up Catholic, so guilt is just oh, like a, another grew, appendage to me. I grew so, up
0: Pentecostal. Shame and guilt are the only shame, guilt, and fear are the only motivators. They know that's yep. it. That's the only yep. way they know how to get people to do what they want.
1: Exactly, shame, and that's guilt or scare them. As as you recover from that, and then also being being neurodivergent, coming from religion, being queer, like we are very good at being mean to ourselves because oh, in yeah. some way or another, the world taught us that that's how we deserve to be treated. So when it comes to goal setting learning the the top goal being whatever it is we're going to do let's be nice to ourselves about it. Be
0: nice to ourselves about it. Be That's, nice. Th- I, we've got, we've actually, we've only got like four more minutes left. And oh, look at me I wrapping know, it up. No, I can I just, just love it. It was perfect. <laughs> My
1: segues are
0: is, love on it. I, I want to leave. I think the last thought I kind of want to like end the show on is something that I learned from a really good friend of mine, uh, years and years and years and years ago. Um, and it's, I've never forgotten, it stuck with me. It's a very simple concept, but it's the just the concept of giving yourself permission for whatever, th- just giving yourself permission. And they- Did they you see like, me grab my pearls? I, know, so I was like, ow. Yeah, yeah, give yourself permission. So, and that sometimes looks like an absolute physical act that made me think of it when you're talking about talking to yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. One of the things that my friend recommended was, um, writing post-it notes and then putting them on your mirror. I give myself permission to be sad today. I give myself permission to, to, uh, not work out, but then also I give myself permission to go to the gym. Cause I, cause I want to feel better. Like I give mm-hmm. myself permission to have feelings. You give yourself permission for everything. And then every time you look in that mirror or on your fridge or wherever, it's that reminder of, yeah. I give myself permission to do the things that I need to do. And I use that even in the midst of something. So I'm driving somewhere and I'm sad because I've had a shitty day and for whatever reason. And I'm like, no, I need to be happy. I just I need to be happy as a whatever. I should be happy.
1: Oh, nope. should's a dangerous one. Sh-
0: should's a word that is, does not need
1: never to exist always in should. Vocabulary there we go. At
0: all. Mm-hmm. Um, I will stop and be like, you know what? I give myself permission to be sad until I get home. It's that kind of like I give myself permission to to feel this feeling until until it gets to this point or until I arrive Mm -hmm. at my destination or whatever you need to give. But give yourself permission to do the thing you need to do and then and then allow yourself to do it.
1: And then affirm Mm -hmm. that it's okay Like if you if you only are sad till you get home, I I'm glad I gave myself that time. I now to give myself said.
0: permission to to let, to let go of that thing. Beautiful. To make a dinner that makes me feel good. To watch a show that will, I know will improve my mood. That
1: Permit yourself. Affirm yourself. Set your goals realistically. And be freaking nice. And be fucking
0: nice to yourself be and someone fu- else. Be nice to yourself. Listen, you asshole. <laughs> be nice to yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, my therapist is going to have a run with that one.
0: Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. This has been lovely. This
1: has been. Thank you so much for having me back. Of it's Always such a hoot and a half. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy yes. anniversary, darling. Mm. Happy, well, I guess New Year's, you're like, whatever. It's a t- happy next calendar day, yeah, Aiden. A- <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's happy, the biggest hoot we're going to give it. Happy
0: stay in bed and sleep all day because I committed to a very <laughs> long event tonight. <laughs> That's going to be fun <laughs> that I'm excited about, but yes. I will be very tight
1: yes. tomorrow. Uh,
0: if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's our turn. Oh, it's our turn pod. I'm sorry. And our email, it's our turn pod at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, I do, up, I have, I'm not great at the uploading schedule, but I do upload them eventually. And we have over 30 episodes on already uploaded that you can go back and listen to. And that is Google, Spotify, Podbean and Apple, Apple, I I Apple, Apple. thank you. you. I appreciate
2: that. I yeah, you. Thank you.
0: Apple, Google, Podbean, and Spotify. Uh, it, we are on all those places. Go take a listen to the rest of our episodes and give you know start at the beginning. So it'll give me a couple weeks to get the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been great.
1: Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having um, this me.